finding a student job, meaning it's in like the student, um, for us, it was called handshake. I don't know why, if that just makes it sound like a job, but it was, it was like the, it was like indeed.com for students at the school. You know, there were places that you could, um, they needed just a student assistant. There are some that are student assistants that are like really busy. You know, they're, they're assisting for professors. They're doing even project planning for like different departments. But I purposefully tried to find one where it was just, we need someone to answer the phones and transfer people. Like I had to find those. I, I, I interviewed a few different places. And I also asked like, what's a typical day or, you know, uh, work shift. And, and, and as they would tell me, you know, I didn't purposely say, I hope I can do homework while I sit here, you know, well, they would tell me what a normal day is like, it would help me decide. And I would be looking for positions. They're usually, you know, minimum wage, but where I could not be super busy and do my homework while I'm sitting there. There were other options um, for note-taking with disability services. They usually, there's some students that might need help getting all the notes down. And I already am like a voracious note-taker. So I was like, I might as well get paid to sit in class and take my own notes. And usually there's like a carbon copy you can rip off on the back to give to the other student or whichever or copy it or something like that um and another note there yeah there are other things I I didn't I kind of covered over as I was trying to get to the meat of what I explained but for example I became a writing fellow which basically just is writing tutor I'm not sure why they called us that but it I I didn't get paid for that but you got a class for free so that was an extra perk. And because that was while I was at my community college, I already had classes paid for from that choir scholarship. So they gave me a gift card to the bookstore. So I basically had tuition paid for and then I'd have my bookstore credit. You know, there are other ways to, um, and even with that, I want to reiterate to anyone listening I had heard about writing fellows, but you had to be recommended by a professor and no professor had recommended me, which doesn't necessarily mean I was terrible. It had just been my first semester. So I hadn't really had a lot of some professors. So I literally went to a professor and asked him to recommend me. And he's like, sure. You know, so there are times where we can just ask for things and see if it'll work. Uh, other instances, like some of those websites I had mentioned, like Chegg.com, also on Amazon.com, you can rent checks, textbooks. I My calculus textbook was $300. I rented it for a semester for $50. You know, like I had one book that I was allowed to get a previous edition. You can't always do that, but some, they don't care if you get a previous edition. The textbook costs two bucks. And with shipping and handling, it was $9. Like the shipping was more expensive. Uh, basically, I think for anyone listening, the hack would just be if my school is telling me to do something this way, there is probably an alternative way that costs less or gets me money in the meantime. Um, and then also a simple hack that isn't even school related, like the college told me to do, is I often packed my own lunch. And I know a lot of people just don't like that, <laughs> but I was like, I don't want to pay for it. But then I, I did have fun. I usually had some fun money and I'd like buy something from a vending machine here and there. And like, I'm a saver, but like, 
if I have it in my budget to spend some, I think that's important too. It's nice to have fun and buy some food, but I would bring most all my own food. I think over my college journey, that saved me hundreds of dollars. Like food is expensive, especially on campus. And with that hundreds of dollars, I probably bought all my books, you know? So that's another hack to um, bring your own food. I think, is that what you meant for different hacks and such? Right. Uh, you got me like wishing that, you know, if I could have went back in time and just hear some of these advice that you're giving um, to my listeners and viewers, because these are definitely great hacks, you know, just by bringing food to school, you save $10 of meal prep, and, you know, that's the easy way to start meal prep. You don't have to wait till you get a six-figure job or something to start meal prep. And, you know, just going back to, I feel like, you keep circling around this like compound interest. Like as you do these different things, you know, it benefits you long term. Like, you know, whether it's able to save ten thousand dollars, whether it's able to get um books for a cheaper thing, like it's all compounding, you know, your way, your your way to becoming financially free. And I realize sometimes people think that becoming financially free is like you do one thing and boom, God answer your prayer, you're financially free, but it's steps, different steps different actions that you have to be intentional about um, in order to become financially free. What's up, family? If you enjoyed this clip, click the link down below to check out the full episode of this interview and remain blessed.